everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of Holy Commutes, the Wiffle Ball podcast, um, every morning, daily, on your way to work. Um, it is your co-host Trent here, along with Austin. Austin, welcome back. Thank you, Trent. Great to be here. Yep, start of a new year here, 2023, start of a new season. Happy New Year! Yeah, a new, new, uh, new season of Holy Commutes. Um, but I do, folks. for once, know the actual cast of characters. Ooh. It's, the, here, it's the Cooks on Monday. Mm-hmm. Texas Tim Tuesday, Us Wednesday, um, Tom Thursday, and then uh, my good old pal Josh Smith on Friday. Josh Smith is making his return? Yeah. Wow. I took a, I'm going to edit it out, but I took a really long pause there because there were so many, so many disparaging remarks that came through my head. <laughs> but uh, no, I really, Josh is a, he's an absolute character. Like if you talk, it's Whiffy season. So if you talk character of the year, he's one of those guys. He's just a. Uh, he was back in the day of the, I mean, the heyday. He was the photographer at the at the original NWLA tournament back in 2012. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to have Josh back because he's a podcast legend. I mean, he was legend, he was yeah. the he was the other Wiffle dude in the two Wiffle dudes podcast when that started right. with Carl Coffee. So yeah, uh, good lo- good lineup of guys here for this season of Holy Commutes. And so what we are going to be doing on Wednesday here is something that will thread throughout the whole year. Um, since it's the really downtime, um, you know, one of the things I was going to mention at the top is that we apologize if there's any snowblower sounds because we just had another big snowfall in Minnesota here. And so wiffle ball is pretty far off the mind. But one thing that is on the mind, at least for myself, is uh, the show Survivor. And I know, Austin, that you're familiar with the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've been watching it forever, and I, and I know there's a huge contingency of wiffle ball players out there that also love the show. I mean, it's a, it's a popular reality show on a major network. Mm-hmm. And so what I thought this season we could do is do a little crossover to get some buzz and combine that fun reality show, Survivor, um, into sort of the wiffle popularity contest that all that we've all done before whether it's this podcast or I think, you know, the Wiffle Juice podcast originated the, the popularity vote on Twitter. And so we have a cast of 12 Wiffle Ball players here. And we're not, I'm not going to go through the whole bit and saying they're strangers because they're certainly not. There's a lot of prior relationships on, on, on this cast. But I have a 12, but I have these 12 guys. It's a wide array of, of regions, leagues, and ages. So it'll be... Uh, We'll be going through the three tribes, and then what will happen is tomorrow or over the weekend, I'm going to be working with Sam Skibby and having the polls up on Twitter. And um, again, it's basically just going to be a popularity contest. We put these guys onto, onto three different tribes, and then it's going to be each of the tribes have a popularity contest, and you're going to vote for on that tribe who you want out the most. And so... It's going to be reverse, and so it might trick some people, so it might get a little wishy-washy or close, but at least what I'm thinking now, and you tell me if you think differently, um, you vote, since it's Survivor, you vote for who you want off the tribe. Right. And But then, you know, since it's kind of condensed, we're going to do the bottom vote-getter makes it to the final tribal council, and then, you know, the wild card is going to make it to round out that fourth. So the final tribal council is going to be four different guys. It's going to be the lowest amount of vote getters on each tribe. Does that make sense? It makes sense. You know, I, I think uh, here on this Wednesday show, we really um, categorize with um, animosity and 
being able to, you know, controversy and stuff like sure. that. So I think that I, I think this is going to work really well. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we have we got these... some heavy hitters too. Yeah, for sure. Like players. I said, it's it's a wide array of people. Wow, this is a good list. Um. Yeah. So this first season of Wiffle Survivor, and uh, if you if you're familiar with Survivor, every at least uh, at the start of the series, they would always have a location that they would go to. So like the first season was Survivor Borneo, and then Survivor Africa. Australia, Africa, yeah. Cambodia, stuff like that. Cambodia is not a not a old school Survivor season, but um. So this Wiffle, this is going to be Wiffle Survivor York, obviously in honor of the Wiffle Ball, what I would consider the Wiffle Ball capital of the world right now. Not Shelton, Connecticut, although some people might, and maybe it is. I would consider it York, and so that's why we're going to be doing this season of Wiffle Survivor in York, and we have three tribes: we have the Mullaney tribe, the Shirey tribe, and the Dioria tribe. Named after three legends of Wiffle stature in this game. John, uh, not John Mulaney, David Mulaney. <laughs> John Mulaney. John Mulaney, the comedian, has done so much for the sport. I thought you, I thought it was after John Mulaney, so I was like, huh. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, David Mulaney, the guy who invented Wiffle Ball. Nick Shirey, he's the caretaker of Shy Wiffle Complex in York, where the season is based. A lot of times when you do tribes, Tribe names in Survivor often reflect, like, names of locations or, like, important figures from the area where they would do these seasons. And so that's why we're choosing the Shirey tribe. And then we have the Dioria tribe. And you know this guy. His name is Anthony Dioria. You know him as Food Man. Mm -hmm. He's one of the most decorated legends in this game in terms of being a pimp. Go. And so so those are the three tribes that we have the shiree tribe dioria tribe Mulaney tribe now we're going to go through the cast starting with the shiree tribe representing maw and the east coast is paul cook got deep ties to york i think paul i think it's going to be he will not get a lot of votes meaning i think he's going to go very far in this because he's very very popular who's going to vote paul off the island right and if you if you do you're not welcome to M-A-W or U-M. <laughs> wow, that's harsh words, but they're true. The second one, another person that's going to be very hard to vote off the island, but this is why we do this. Survivor is a hard game. There is, It's a $0 prize, so you have a lot to work for. We have Chris Newman. For I would, I would And then when I sat down to kind of categorize, because I put the leagues of all these guys in my notes, and I'm like, yeah, Bruce City, but he's a meats guy. I yeah. mean, everybody knows him as the meats guy. He's meats. He's the streaming legend. I mean, literally the unsung hero of every wiffle ball tournament he goes to at this point. Absolutely. He does so, so much. <laughs> yeah, so Chris Newman from Wisconsin, but of the New York meats. So he's kind of a tweener, kind of a tweener there. You know, I would consider him a Midwest guy because that's where he lives. Right. And that's where his league was. That's where he plays still. Mm-hmm. But he is associated with the East Coast guys, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So you got Paul Cook and Chris Newman. And then we have um, our first real heavy hitter in terms of uh, in terms of wiffle ball player stature. And we have Devin Torres of, of MAW fame, Palisades, WBL, ECW. I mean, Devin Torres mm-hmm. um, of MAW, again, representing the East Coast. And fun fact, when I when I first made this list, I put Garrett Torres, <laughs> which is his brother. Yeah. And I so embarrassingly called Devin Garrett at UF this year. 
How do you? Because I was, I'm such a Palisades this month in Wiffle Ball fanboy. I just got so excited and mixed <laughs> it up. But Devin Torres. And then finally, the young gun, the youngest person in this, in this season and probably all seasons to come. Nico Ruiz of We Came for This Whiffs out of Chicago representing the Midwest. He's the, he's the up and coming wiffle ball media mogul. And, uh, we got Nico here joining some other heavy hitters. So Austin, again, the Shirey tribe. Let's mm-hmm. go over it. Nico Ruiz, Chris Newman, Paul Cook, Devin Torres. Wow. That's wild that someone has to get voted out from that. Yeah. I think Nico is the biggest wild card because as much as I want him to win it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I, I, the, he's going up against three powerhouses. If we broke, if we were doing this competition based on like, based on actual survivor competitions i would want like the the team based rounds you know cuz early in survivor it's t- it's tribe based team based it's not so individual based that would just be games that would just be wiffle ball games played in different styles against the teams and everything and then of course you would be voting everybody out if you lose mm-hmm. and so then it's like, oh, you got to keep around guys like Devin Torres, you know, who's easily the best player on that team. Um, but then, you know, and then once we get to the merge, it, again, this is hypothetically, yeah. but then it would start getting to individual competitions and stuff like that. And so then you would want to start getting guys like Devin off. Mm-hmm. Uh, pun intended. You can, you can cut that up and tweet it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, again, there's a lot of people there that really don't deserve to be voted off the island. But like I said... Um, Someone's got to get voted off. Yep. This is Survivor. And so in this round, you do not want to see your name. If you you do not want to see your name with the most votes in these competitions. Vote for the person you want out. Yes. Yes. And then you vote for the person you want out. And then you hope that your favorite makes it. Mm -hmm. That's That's, just kind of how it like you got. You got a little bit of power, but you can't help. You can only destroy, Mm -hmm. which is what we're here to do. Let's go to the Dioria tribe. Let's hear it. And uh, this one is this one's got some real deep ties because I know that this one conglomerate of wiffle ball people is really passionate, real loud on social media, and I didn't want to make it unfair. And I mean, this I, I I'm hoping they get a lot of votes and stuff for this, but I didn't want to like make it super one sided, considering we're in this league. Mm. I'm talking about the HRL Twin Cities. This is going to be our HRL tribe. Um, starting with the notorious hater, Eric Ganellis from HRL Twin Cities. Um, he's been every tournament he goes to, you know, he's there every, every game he's at, he's always got something to say. And he's also one of like, can you confirm that he's one of the most low key good players in HRL? He's clutch. He hits clutch. All he does is hit big home runs. Haters performance depends on his mood if he's choosing to be legendary he will be legendary For if sure. he chooses to have fun and throw 12 foot curveballs left-handed he's gonna do that because he doesn't care he doesn't have to care he's a legend <laughs> he's a legend former commish <laughs> former commish he's the great. bad boy at the end of nwla tournament in columbus yeah wow legends he's wow. gonna be joined by another another hrl legend multiple time mvp pitcher of the year um columnist and national wiffle columnist of the year i'm talking about nightmare wally oyenka from the hrl twin cities he's gonna be another guy he's they they were teammates back in the day i believe wally's rookie year he was learning at the 
at the feet of the shit talking champion hater. <laughs> and so these two have so these two have a connection and this would be if this were playing out like real survivor, this would be the power couple that you'd have to watch out for because these two they're in an individual game obviously, so they're going to go up against each other but they're also not going to they're not going to blindside each other, not going to turn against each other. Mm-hmm. So this is the these are the two that you want you know, that you would want to look out for. Mm-hmm. And so an interesting dynamic, having them both in this tribe, don't wow. you think? Yeah. Nightmare is another good add to this tribe. An amazing, amazing person, amazing father. His son's really good at football too. Mm-hmm. So he brings a lot of, uh, a lot of good attributes to, to life. Another great player that okay. you want to rely on in the early team rounds. Absolutely. Great individual player. But I don't know. The, the title for best player on this team certainly is up in the air because he got somebody who went back-to-back the first two years of UWIF. I'm talking Peter Mokabi. Wow. Peter Mokabi. Uh, he's Mokabee. from the Whippets, and he plays out west. He's from California. I think he plays in SoCal with. Um, and, I mean, he plays all over the place. He's a le- he's another legend. He's been Fellow playing. podcaster. Yep, he's wow. been playing the game for a long wow. time. Again, kind of a kind of one of the older vets of the game. That's a dark horse right there. Yep. And somebody who has, who's going to vote against Moke? Right. Nobody. Right. A dark horse of this. Wow. And then to round, and, and again, an absolute elite hitter. His hits off Caleb Yonkman, that first year of, Mo- of the Monstars, that, that in 2020, UF that propelled him to the final four, mm-hmm. super clutch. He's clutch, man. Wow. But then we have arguably the best player in this whole tournament, in this whole game. Oh, wow. Tim McElrath mm-hmm. from MAW, the back to back defending champion. Um, Tim, I know, is a huge Survivor fan, so that's why he's included in this list. And I think that if we, if this goes well and we ever do a fans versus favorite or all stars, he's probably going to be back because Tim's you know he's a we keep saying it but he's a legend. This this is a, this is a tribe of legends. This yeah. is a, the Dioria tribe's got a legendary status. Uh, what do you think of what do you think of all these hard hitters here? I think it's uh, it I I have no idea how it's going to turn out. Honestly, I think I I have thought about what might happen, but. Adding Tim on the back end there really, Tim and Mokabi, really made this a powerhouse tribe, like you had said. And yeah, I mean, Tim it, winning UF championships and maybe winning this too, you know, who knows? Right, like, right. Geez, like, yeah, exactly. Tim is a, he, he's a, he's a competitor. He's a, he's a dog. He's a dog. And he's out there. So then we have one last tribe remaining, the Mulaney tribe. tribe. And it's going to be kicked off by another Survivor fanatic that you and I both know. Uh, he used to have a podcast with Sam Skibby, and I'm talking Spencer Bogat mm. of the SWBL and Moeth. And uh, Spencer is, like I said, big Survivor fan. So if this were an actual game, he would have he would be probably the strategical favorite going in for sure, just because he knows the game. And and, and I know that Tim knows the game as well, but Sp- I know I know for a fact Spencer studies the game. And like so, and a he's, good and athletic. Yeah, super athletic for sure. Yep, for sure. He's got the puzzles down. I'm sure. And so, yeah, I mean, good Spencer chapter. would be a great Survivor competitor. Period. Like oh, yeah, on the real sure. show, because yeah. he's super colorful too. Him and Sam should like go as like a duo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, exactly. If, that'd yeah. be a good duo. <laughs> that would that'd be fun, like Survivor besties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That would be cool. Jeff. Um. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. So yeah, Spencer Bogad coming on there. 
Um, then another one. I mean, and, and when I was distinguishing everybody based on like the region and their league for Tom, for this next one, Tom Gannon, I just put everywhere and everybody mm-hmm. because he plays all over the place. MAW, the Wiffle Tigers, PLW, he's Lost, their main I guy. Mean, yeah, like he might all over the Vegas place. home. Like it's just yeah, exactly. Um, the, the he's been doing. Sorry, the warehouse games. Yeah, he's been doing shit there, the blitz too. Blitzball. Huh? He plays Blitzball, too. I've been watching him on YouTube. It, yeah, he struck crazy. out Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Like, he, they went to, like, the Final Four, and it's also the same uh, tournament that Drew Davis plays in, too. So Yeah. And that's... Uh, and that's the third member of this tribe. There you this go. is uh, of MLW fame, and like you said, of the warehouse games. Again, so another, another prior connection that's perhaps strong, perhaps there's... Perhaps there's a rivalry from their time at the oh. warehouse. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And uh, so yeah, Drew Davis. Wow. And how I called. Okay, so here's a question for real MLW fans: Who's the bad boy of MLW? Noah Daberko or Drew Davis? I don't know. That's They're a both bad boys, but we got the current one because Drew's Drew's. I mean, him and the Cobras did some amazing stuff this year. I thought they were going to win it. Man. Me too. I and I mean, were... it's wild to me that we're at a point now. And I mean, just it's the way that ML, MLW is going. But we're at the point where Drew Davis is like not the, not the top two pitcher on this town, his team, mm-hmm. which is good Yeah, for the good. Cobras. I and mean, he's been able to focus on like his hitting and fielding. Yeah. And it worked really well for them this year. So Yeah, hopping all over the place out there at SoFi Stadium. Yeah, that was... That was crazy too. And then to round it out, we have uh, a son from Ridley Park, Colin Pollock, one of the one of the most interesting fellas. I would say he's 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 a mysterious fella. He's an enigma. Um, I'm a real big fan of Colin. Mm -hmm. He's always been extremely nice. He's been extremely good. I love the way that he plays. Like he's he's been one of my favorite players to watch low key of the past like three years. I'm yeah. serious. Just a great dude. Seen him at like NWLA and UF. Yeah. Like always, always got been... the studs in his ears. Yeah, he's a uh, and he hits the hits the shit out of the ball too. So yeah, another great player. So that's four, right? That rounds out that's the tribe. Four. That's four. So that's all of our tribe. twelve. Wow, that's another great tribe right there. Um, I like that that kind of connection there with the with the blitzball thing with Drew and Tom because I, I think. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be, again another hard tribe, and might see a little bit of more votes coming in with the MLW MLW fans. You know I don't know like we'll have to see, but yeah, because well, if so it could be it could be a clean sweep, but yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, and so like I said, so next week we're gonna be coming at you with the results here, and then we'll be outlining the final tribal council, and then um. You know, and then we'll crown the champion the third week. Absolutely, yeah. Just remember, vote for who you want out. Again, yes. Yeah. So this is survive. This is a survivor based game. And in this show, during during the bulk of the season, you're voting for who you want out. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go from there and take the bottom vote vote getter for each tribe, and then plus the next fewest vote getter, and then they're all going to go to the final tribal council. Right, and we should be expecting the polls up on Holy Commutes this week. Yeah, by the weekend for sure. Gotcha. Um, if not later today or tomorrow. Awesome. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, and let's just go through the tribes again one more time before we leave you here. Perfect. And hand it off to uh, Tom Thursday on Thursday with Tom. Thursdays with Tom. For Wiffle Survivor York, we have the Shiree Tribe: Devin Torres, Paul Cook, Chris Newman, and Nico Ruiz, aka We Came for This Whiffs. The Dioria Tribe is Tim McElrath, Peter Mokeby, Hater, 
and Nightmare, both from HRL. And finally, the Mulaney Tribe, we have Bogat, Spencer Bogat, Colin Pollock, Drew Davis, and Tom Gannon, everybody's favorite Wiffle Tiger. <laughs> when you think Wiffle Tigers, you think Tom Gannon. And that's our third. That's our Thursday host. Look at that. It all connects, huh? It all connects. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, be sure to get out there and vote. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining me for another season, Austin. Hit the polls. Go out there and vote. Vote for who you want out. There you go. Great to have another season, Trent. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a good day. Have a good day. See ya. Bye. Stay tuned for scenes from our next episode. Next time on Survivor. People ask me if Survivor's fun. I tell them, hell no. Survivor ain't fun. Going on a cruise is fun. You know, going fishing is fun. Going to play golf is fun. This ain't fun. I mean, look at me. Golly.